This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience, business lessons for physical therapists. My name is Paul Goff, former professional soccer physical therapist turned successful business owner and best-selling author from the UK. Each week, we answer your questions and bring you an inspiring story or person from the global physical therapy community. Hey everyone, welcome back. It is Jake here in the Orlando office today, and I have another awesome podcast for you. Today's podcast is another Candid Conversation segment from SSPT Live back in May. Listen in as Paul has asked questions pertaining to why you don't need experience to start a clinic straight out of school, how to communicate confidently no matter what situation you're in, and why it is important to give yourself permission to be the best possible version of yourself in the workplace. Enjoy the show, and as always, please leave your uh, questions and comments over on Twitter, at ThePaulGoff, or use the hashtag AskPG. And if you'd like, just leave us a review on any podcast platform you're uh, listening on. Thank you. Enjoy. Question. Okay. So like, your ideas are so amazing, but and I'm like ready to take action, but I can't. I don't even know. Like, yeah, I still have a year and a half to go. Okay. So like, what's your advice for me or somebody in like a position like is this to, is this to start a business very quickly? Um. Like, well, it's like I can't start a business yet. Yeah. Like, no, is, I, that's what I'm saying. So is this so you can start a business the minute you come out of school? Um, don't you need experience first? No. How do you get experience? I mean, you can do both. You could get yeah. a job. You could get a job and start aside, you know, two nights a week or a Saturday morning, start your own thing. Right. No, you, there's a lot of people who have come straight out of school as long as you are diligent with uh, your mentors and where you go and who you learn from and so on in between. You could do things on a night. There will be things that you can do straight out of university that you could help somebody who'd be happy to pay you money without question. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I just like question my credibility. As yeah, a, yeah, yeah. As everybody. A student. I've only been yeah. in school for a couple, couple months, I, so I, almost a year now. I would just know? concentrate. So much of the thing that I teach is, is just communication. It's how do you speak to somebody better than anybody else so that they'll ultimately understand what you're trying to help them with. Because the fallacy is that we tell somebody to do something, they've understood it. Or that they know, we think they know what we are telling them really means. So I think if I was going back to a, my student days, I'd want more help with how do I communicate with people, which is, is really a study of marketing. Yeah. I've kind of become a good communicator, if you like, because I've just studied marketing and I write a lot and I understand how people think and their empathy and yeah. their fear and their doubts and all of these things that, that really is the person that you're speaking to. You, you need to stop seeing them as an ankle problem or a back problem yeah. and see somebody with doubts and fears and skepticism and just yeah. who hears 7% of what you say, very, very little of what you actually tell them is taken in. Right. So you have to be super clear on, on the words that you're using and how they interpret that. So just work on like my communication and my marketing until I yeah, but I, w- I would be working on things like body language, eye contact. Okay. Most of the thing that the patient picks up from you is actually your, your body language yeah. and your tone of voice, not just what you say. And most physios don't look people in the eye. They don't sit confidently. It's kind of like looking at notes while, yeah, it's, while they're trying to right. talk. And all these things go on. And the patient's just looking at you going, oh, shit, like, I don't know if I like all of this. They're not verbalizing this, but that's just obviously what they're picking up. So work on things like that. The book that I first read, which I would say kick-started a lot of this for me, was uh, the, it's called The Power of Persuasion. And it, it was, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, it would teach me how to sit and how to hold an eye contact for long enough and how to get close to somebody, how to raise my voice when I needed to and, and then drop it yeah. when I had to, how long silences were comfortable for, and it really helped me get comfortable with silence, that a lot of people are uncomfortable with silence. And if you watch any of your students, when you, you know, your friends, people talk so much shit because primarily they don't like silence. So when, so when somebody goes silence, exactly. So they just keep talking and talking and talking. And that often happens with patients that you, you, they go silent because they're digesting things 
that you're trying to communicate to them that is alien to them so it takes a bit longer so there's a bit more silence there and then the physio jumps back in and, and speaks over the top of that silence when it was just just like yeah. just to have the confidence to give them another second to digest that and come back with it you know with a question so study communication okay. body language positioning yeah. all of that's preeminence and everything i spoke about in there that if i walk onto that stage and i don't look confident and it's like oh shit no matter what i say it's like this guy don't believe in himself and if I walk on the stage and I'm like, oh, maybe we should speak about these things, or I'm like, fuck it, we're going to speak about this. Yeah. Which do you resonate more with? It's like you, you have, you know, you have a, a better perception of me when I speak a certain way, and I and I kind of walk around the stage and I maybe use a few curse words or whatever. Versus like I just standing there and I'm kind of right, like looking unconfident. Yeah. The two have to marry up, and that's massively missing in every profession, not just in yeah. healthcare. That would be my advice to yeah, you. Yeah, sweet. Thank Study you so those much. things. I will. That'll make, that will be the difference yes. in your career, yes. not your skills, I promise you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Koshka, I'd love to. Where are you from? Um, California. Nice. So, what, are, you, are you a PT? I'm a PT yeah. as well. Um, How are you? I've been following you on Instagram for a while. Nice. Um, so, I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Like That's the right thing. That's the right thing. I know it's kind of hard for me to do publicly. Yeah. Like, I could do like one on one. Yeah, yeah. You know how, like, on stage and stuff? Yeah, yeah. We're, like, opening up to, like, I guess a bigger market. Yeah. In the future, like, Why? how do you prepare for that? You don't. You don't. You don't. You never do. You never, ever not f thinking of what, you know, people are. Because ultimately, you're not scared of speaking. You're scared of being judged. Oh, okay. And that's it. So it's not speaking. You're just worried about what people think about you. Yeah. I heard it recently that this was the phrase. Uh, I was at a conference and a guy spoke about public speaking. He said that the 12th, the twelfth most fearful thing on earth is public speaking, and the and the thirteenth, the thirteenth most fearful thing on earth is being in a in a box dead, basically, right? Which basically means more people would rather be dead than speak on stage. So it's like it's so it's so it's so like stupid. Being on the stage isn't your issue; it's the fear of being judged. So it's, it it always goes back to self worth in yourself. My way of it, and I, I briefly spoke to somebody about it this morning. I, I just take this approach. If I'm vulnerable, somebody will love me because I'm vulnerable. If I'm confident, somebody will like me because I'm confident. If I'm jittery, somebody will like me because I'm, I'm, you know, of whatever I am. The key to be is just whoever you are is, is whoever you are, and not. I can't. So there's 500 people in that room, or however many. I cannot walk in there and expect 500 people to like me. And it's like, I'm, I'm not really. I'm not bothered. It's like if there's 40 or 50 who I impact, great, job done. The other 450, they're just not ready. That, and that's it. And that's the confidence that you have to take on stage. And it's, it's back to the, what I said at the end. You think that you can help everybody and you can't. And the, the very fact of thinking that you can help everybody just sends you to the, to the, to the nut house. Like you, it drives you mental thinking that you can stand on stage and appease to all of those people. And the very fact that I would try to appease to all of those people would have more people disliking me than would it done if I'm just like, this is what I do, this is how I speak, this is who I am, like me or don't like me. My kids still love me and Natalie still loves me. It's like, fuck the rest of you. Like literally, that's how I think. I hope you like me for your sake, but not my sake. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Because me, I'm like always inside my head. Everybody does. Yeah. Live in your head, you're dead. That's the phrase. And the key thing on that to remember is I want you to like me for your sake, not mine. So what that means is I don't need, I don't need you to like me to be happy. I want you to like me so that you're happy. Do you get me? Yes. So that I want you to like that so that that goes into your head and changes the way you speak to people and your patients and the way that you see things and ultimately have a more happy and fulfilled career. That's what I want. I don't need you to like me as a result of that. It's just a massive shift in the way that you see it. 
thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Great I appreciate you. you. And Jim. It was so good meeting and you. And Jim. Thank you very, very much. Great to meet you. Pleasure. Thank you. Hello. You're popular, I know. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.